Hey everybody, this is Sedge. And this is King Kegel, aka Lightsaber Ninja. And we're two of the three hosts of Gaming Casual, a gaming podcast where three idiots discuss games in the gaming industry casually. Sometimes we get along, sometimes we disagree, and sometimes we go on 45-minute rants about consoles that haven't released yet. Hey, 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 I'm innocent here. Bullshit. Check us out on Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes release every Thursday. And not for nothing, but every single person that listens to our podcast happens to be a genius and attractive. Hey everyone, I'm Nick. And I'm Paul. And welcome to Damn Fancy Movie Club. How are you going? I'm going all right, man. How you been? Yeah, not bad, not bad, not bad. Has been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. So we're up to episode three now. That's momentous. And uh, today the subject will be about Halloween. We're a little bit delayed on this one. Uh, I've just had some setbacks, but uh, tonight we're finally doing it. Uh, We're finally going to be running down the entire Halloween series. So from uh, 78 up until the uh, 2018 one. It's 40 years, man. That's crazy. 78, yeah, 88, 98. Yeah, it's 14 years. No, 40 years. That's insane. 40 years, 40 years of Halloween. That Michael's just been chilling on our screens. <laughs> yeah, chilling on our screens. All right, so let's uh, talk about the first one. Made in uh, 1978 by yeah. Mr. Mr. John Carpenter. Made on a budget of $300,000. Going on to make uh, $47 million in the US, um, which now... Would equivalent to 150 million now. God, making it one of the most successful independent films of all time. Jeez, that's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? How like if you readjust it now, that's that's pretty insane. And this movie pretty much started the whole masked killer and like slasher long series. Friday the Thirteenth borrowed a lot off this movie. Uh, You know looking at a particular date <laughs> and um also I, I gotta say the movie did have the original title was one of the worst original titles i've ever heard in my life hey what was the original title the babysitter murders oh, like wow. how crap does that sound <laughs> like honestly what was that like oh like the babysitter murders and then uh they pretty much uh they changed it they thought you know what, let's change it to Halloween. It makes it a bit more scarier. Well, I guess they had to change it as well because the Babysitter Murders really felt a bit more like When a Stranger Calls. Or was yeah. It, when a Stranger Calls was before or after that, was it? Uh, let's uh, let's check that up. I'm pretty sure When a Stranger Calls. Uh, 79, one year later. No, no, a year later, yeah. yeah. It was just, we were just a few off. Yeah, one year later. Um, ah. and, and then they made a remake out of that in 2006. Yeah, so pretty much uh, yeah. that kind of copied it a bit with the babysitter murders. Yeah, it kind of did, eh? It kind of uh, did, and <clears throat> um, and of course uh, we got, we got to meet uh, in this movie. We got to meet the lovely Jamie Lee Curtis, who has now become a screen legend in over the last forty one years. Um, yeah. You know, what's funny is uh, her mother was in Psycho, which was uh, Janet Lee. Like apparently, John Carpenter hired Jamie Lee Curtis as a tribute to Alfred Hitchcock, who you know. <laughs> got janet lee in psycho oh really and uh also yeah yeah and also jamie lee curtis was the youngest on 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 the set as well most of the other ones were i think 
in the mid-20s for PJ Souls and Nancy Loomis as well. How old was she at the time? She was only oh. in her 20s, like t- literally just 20 or 19. Just when young, they A young it. one. Yeah, very young as well. So and this movie kind of started, I think it's what, 1963 on Halloween night in Haddonfield? Yeah. Yes, yes, uh, where Michael uh, kills his sister after she had uh, some some romance and then uh, Michael walks in on her and then uh, he kills her. <laughs> and then, yeah, I, I got to say, I do love the directing of the opening scene because you you get to see the kill behind the mask, which which is pretty cool. Like uh, yeah. at, at that time in horror, you, did, you didn't see that. <laughs> You just see the kill straight away, like you know, yeah. like uh, the killer just kills into the, uh, the 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 victim. But where Halloween, you get to see it behind the point of view of the killer, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and that was the only real time they did that in that whole film, though, as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the only scene. Yeah, that was pretty much the only scene. It was a cool opening scene, and then yes. of course we uh, we see Michael run out of house holding the knife unmasked, and you know his mum call out Michael. Yeah, uh, and then we get the little nice intro, Halloween theme. It's a very, course, which, very uh, long intro. Yes, and we get that nice Halloween theme by John Carpenter, which is, uh, you know, given the audience a chill down their spine over the last forty years. <laughs> yes, I still like each time they uh, make another Halloween film, they just, they just stick with it because it yeah, just works. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and uh, and we get to uh, a few years later. Uh, was it fifteen years later? Yeah, 15, 15. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, 1978. So we we learned that uh, Michael has just escaped an asylum and uh, Dr. Loomis is on the hunt for him, of course, yes. which is played by the the great Donald Pleasant, um, hell of an actor. You know, yeah. it, it, was a, it was pretty awesome that Capital <laughs> was able to get him for that movie as well, too. Like, yeah, uh, well, much props to Donald Pleasance because he really made that film. And this yeah, whole yeah. Halloween is just a, it's like a good versus evil thing between mm. Mike, uh, Michael and Sam yeah, the whole so time. What, yeah, well, what would he be? And he would be in two, four, five, and six and had a little voice cameo in uh, H2O. So, uh, because he, he had passed away by then. I think he passed away in 96 or 97, I recall. Yeah, he passed uh, away or, just uh, after just the after curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah which we will get to. Yeah, um, and also Deborah Hill was one of the co-writers with John Carpenter on this. Uh, she she ended up writing a few as well. If it wasn't for Deborah Hill, we would never have Halloween as well. Yeah, Deborah Hill. She still gets um, credited very well in yeah, each movie. And which uh, is great. she, I, I recall, she passed away. Uh, when did she pass away? I remember. Was it? Yeah, here we go. Two thousand five, which was very unfortunate as well. Um, you know. Yeah. And and she helped uh, John Carpenter with a lot of his other stuff. She produced uh, his other movies as well. So if it wasn't for her, uh, John Carpenter, you know, would he be the director that he is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, then Michael has escaped from the. Uh, the Smith's Grove Sanitarium, I think, yeah. is it? Yeah, Smith's uh, Grove. Yeah, yep, Smith's Grove, I recall. Um, and basically, and then, yeah. he's driving, so everyone's a bit concerned about how we learn to drive, uh, which is an yeah, interesting that, that, question. That, that, that is the interesting thing. I, I, I do want to know, how did he learn how to drive? <laughs> All will did, probably be revealed. How did he learn how to drive while he was in there? That's, <laughs> that's what <laughs> makes it funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, he would steal a mask 
from a shop. And uh, that mask would be a very, very iconic mask, uh, as we all see in the Halloween movies for the last four decades. Uh, the funny thing about that mask is it's a, it's actually a William Shatner mask that they spray painted. Yeah. Remember, from yeah. A William Shatner Star Trek mask, they spray painted uh, white or silver sometimes, and it would become a very iconic mask over the years. I know. So Michael Myers is really William Shatner. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've you know what they should have just got William Shatner and spray painted his face silver. Yeah, and it would have made <laughs> it would have made Michael it would have made Myers. it so much much so much easier as well too. <laughs> um, it would have made so much easier. And, you know they they wouldn't. Oh, but then again, you know Shatner would have probably wanted so much money. <laughs> yeah, because he was becoming a big wig at that time. Yes, he was. He was. Uh, so basically, he steals the mask. He also kills a mechanic steals yep. his overalls and that kind of gives his one piece attire his signature look yep. overalls and a mask and and a butcher's knife essentially so mm-hmm. i think um the scary thing about uh michael in comparison to say freddie or jason is you know this guy's just a madman yeah he's a madman no, out on he, the town. He, he, he has no soul like he has no soul like <clears> when he killed his sister you didn't see him like he was just ruthless yes and um yeah, he doesn't hold back. He doesn't care who you are. <laughs> and then that's after we meet Laurie Strode as well, which is Jamie yep. Lee Curtis. Yes. Uh, uh, yep. She with her two friends, of course, uh, played by Nancy Loomis. That's yep. pretty funny. Doctor Loomis, Nancy Loomis, and yeah, of course right. PJ Souls as well. Um, <laughs> and uh, also, well, uh, what was it? Um, she would have to on Halloween night. She would have to babysit two kids. And yes, uh, that's where we get to. Halloween, where it becomes fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, pretty much, she didn't really have to babysit them both, but her little yeah. stupid friend. Yeah, well, they wanted to have a, you know, get get a bit down of a sex, and do sexy it, time. Sexy time. Well, yeah. You know, what happened after that? We'll get to that soon. <laughs> yes. And um, the, the the funny thing is, uh, Michael Myers was played by a um, actor who became a director later on. Was Nick Castle who. Um, he who wrote uh, some stuff with uh, John Carpenter as well. He helped write uh, Escape from New York, and he also directed, you know, The Last Starfighter as well. Ah, uh, um, yes. He, he's directed a lot of movies too, as well. And The Boy Who Could Fly was another one, huh. as well. I'm pretty sure that was a John Travolta one, maybe. I, I think The Boy Who Could I Fly. I find. Think out. so. I'm not sure. No, no, it's not John Travolta. I got mixed up. No. I think I was thinking of The Boy in the Bubble. My bad. But that did have Fred Savage in it. No. Anyway, Halloween one. Um, and but the funny thing was Nick Castle played the shape, so he pretty much played the role of Michael Myers when he was moving. But the actor that played Michael Myers was an actor named Tony Moran, so who had the mask on. Um, but the movements was mostly Nick Castle. And, so and there's also some, yeah, some. But there's some cool photos if you if you look on the Google. There's some cool photos of um. Nick Castle with the Halloween with the Michael Myers mask and he's got a drink in his hand is pretty cool as well. Um yeah, so basically um what's her name? Laurie and her friends end up, you know, babysitting that night. Yeah. Um so we've got Tommy Doyle, that's who Laurie is babysitting. Yes, and, and you'll then... hear that name very very later. Very important name. Yes, a very very important name. Yeah, very important name. 
which um, we'll get to very soon. <laughs> and Annie's babysitting Lindsay just across the road. Yeah. Um, and Michael's pretty much just followed them because for some unknown reason, he's got his eyes fixated on Laurie Strode. Yes, yes. Um, and, <clears throat> and we still don't know how he learned how to drive while he was locked up. <laughs> no. He pretty much is, yeah, he's just uh, driving around, having some fun. He's just escaped a mental institute, so he's having some serious fun. We still don't know how he has escaped, like, learned how to drive. Yeah, pretty much at that time, Loomis is uh, bolting around, looking for the police, trying to convince. It's funny because Loomis, in every single one of these movies, he tries to convince the police that there's something wrong and no one ever believes him. No, the poor guy. Definitely (laughs) poor, poor guy. And and the funny trivia thing is um, apparently John Carpenter approached um, Peter Cusing and Christopher Lee to play the role, but they both turned oh. him down. Oh, really? They said the, the pay was crap. Yeah, they said the pay was crap. Oh. And so Christopher Lee, like, he, he's regretted it ever since now. You know, you know he's at least like, oh, man, I could have been part of a big series. But, uh, yeah, but but you know what? It was good to see Donald Pleasant take, take the role because, um, you know, Ple- Pleasant's a very well-known actor during the 60s and the 70s as well. Yeah. Definitely. I just, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have been able to see it with anyone else other than Donald Pleasance. He is yeah. Sam Loomis to me. Yeah, he is Sam Loomis. It was, but the thing is, you know what? Like, I, th- I think if they did get Christopher Lee, the problem is Christopher Lee is very towering. Like, he's got a very towering height as well, too. Like, yes. It, it, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't look much of a threat to Michael. He would, he, uh, no, sorry, he would look more of a threat to Michael than anything. If you think yeah. about it, because of his towering height, you know, <laughs> and then uh, like I, I think what Christopher Lee's like six six or six seven or something like that. He's just he's a huge dude. I mean, like if they yeah, had he's a, a flight, he's a tall he, fella. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, six five. Yeah, he would just tower over Michael. <laughs> Far out. Um. Yeah. So basically, Michael starts killing all of Laurie's friends. Yes, uh, ended up course. chasing. Uh, the first. Real kill basically is, uh, I think it was um, uh, Christopher Hastings got shot, yeah, yeah, um, by got Michael shot. Myers, and then a, a stray dog. Yeah, uh, Michael Myers killed a dog, and he then didn't, another he dog. He doesn't care. He doesn't yeah. care. He don't care. He don't so care. Pretty much, he only really killed probably four people. This movie. People. Yep, he killed yeah. um, PJ Soul's character. I, I think Halloween's the one that started the whole um, the Virgin survives sort of thing. Yeah, uh, pretty I'm much. I'm pretty sure it was Halloween that kind of started a the Virgin survives, <laughs> like in the horror movies. Yeah, but I I, I think Scream didn't do that real role. <laughs> <laughs> no, because no. they kept on having her get yeah. chased for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically, yeah, uh, Michael kills all of her friends, ends up uh, being attacked, and then Loomis kind of saves the day and shoots the shit out of him. Shoots the shit out of him, and then that's where we get to our sequel, Halloween 2, yes. um, which is pretty much made three years after, of course, um, three years after. But the funny thing is the story is set the night after Halloween 1. Yeah, actually, it's set just... Uh, the same night. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Same, oh, was it the same night? So, yeah, same same night. My bad. Yeah, it was the same yeah, night. because so, basically it picks up uh, just after... It um, up right after Halloween 1. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much... After uh, falls out the window. Laurie's hospital... Yeah, Laurie's hospitalized as well. Um, of course, uh, then we get to... Like, 
I'll be honest with you, I didn't mind Halloween too, to be honest. Like I, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I thought I thought some of the kills in it were pretty cool. Yeah, well, um, they got he got Alice, Ben, Deborah, Mister yeah. Garrett. He killed a lot of people. In he killed game. a lot of people in this hospital. A lot yeah. more people. He, he did um, not. Yeah. We also had the cops doing the most uh, brutal thing that they didn't get reprimanded for, just murder, yeah. flat out murdering some kid wearing a Michael Myers mask. Yeah, yeah, they didn't hold back, did they? Literally, did they, they hold crashed back. into him and blew him up, and yeah. no one mentioned it ever again. Yeah, you know the the funny thing about that movie, you know, originally John Carpenter and um, Deborah Hill did not want that movie to be like they did not want to do it. Eh? Oh, really? Um, apparently, um, yeah, John Carpenter didn't like um, the director Ritz's uh, Rick Rosenfall. <clears throat> he doesn't like him. So, because um, you know, you know, Halloween two went through a lengthy pro- um, editing process as well too, which is uh, which is weird. Like. Um, because um, Carpenter didn't like it being made at all. Huh. Mm. I wonder why. Oh, well, I guess, you know, lots of these people go into movies not thinking that they want to make a sequel to it. Yeah. Uh, but, for fear of it going bad. But you know what's funny? Uh, 21 years later, um, Rick Rosenfall would end up directing Halloween Resurrection. Not really. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the other trivial thing about this movie it's the only Halloween movie that shows the morning after Halloween. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just reading, um, like, Carpenter described the writing of the screenplay mainly dealt with a lot of beer, sitting in front of the typewriter saying, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what was it? Um, they, they did, like, they asked him to, like, Carpenter director, but he said he never wanted to be part of the project anyway. But he still ended up producing and uh, supervising. And apparently, I, I didn't notice, he actually directed a few extra scenes for the movie. Ah. Well. Yeah. Just a few little little tidbits there, little extras. <laughs> well, well you, know, you know what I noticed about this movie when I rewatched it again? Like, you know, when, when I was young, when I watched them, I I didn't notice, like, you know, the um, the hospital, right? How it was like during, like, is it, it's, a, it's really dead. Hey. Yes. Like, there's no one in there. Night there's shift, no other like, patient. Yeah, yeah, like it's just weird how Michael's just killing everybody, um, and and it's getting unnoticed by anyone. Like no one notices it. I'm like, yeah. how does that work? That was what me and Tix were talking about because we were talking about it's like is is Laurie the only patient in this hospital? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It, it's still <laughs> weird when you go back and rewatch it now. Yeah. Uh, um. So basically, the sheriff learns his daughter was killed. Uh, yes. by Michael. He goes into mm. a bit of a, a furor mm. and uh, Loomis uh, kind of is going on like, he's like, I shot him, I shot him six times. Yeah. And how he, did he, he survive? Did. He shot yeah, him he did. six times. Like, this Point blank. fucking tough. Yeah. Point <laughs> blank too, as well. The, the man didn't die. <laughs> no, and he fell out of a window and he didn't die. No. Through so... the window, shot, no, <laughs> nothing. He's nothing so basically, upon finding out that uh, Laurie's been taken back to the hospital, he follows her there. He uh, basically murders everyone in the hospital mm-hmm. in very the, gruesome the dead ways. Shift, not dead shift hospital, as, as yes. we said. Yeah, the, the dead hospital. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So uh, he ends up basically finding Laurie, who's pretending to be in a coma at one point, mm. um, just so she could escape the nurses and everything, so she could be safe. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this is pretty much where Loomis blows himself and Michael up at the end of that movie. But you know, you know what? I, I think Loomis set the, the the plot for Terminator. Eh? The dude, both of them didn't die. Eh? So they're, no. they're pretty much the T eight hundred T one thousand. They yes, pretty much. Because <laughs> um, like coming into Halloween four, um, Loomis just has a burnt hand and a bit of a burnt face. And yeah, Michael's yeah, pretty much it, fucked up. Michael was pretty effed up, and um, like Loomis is like, "Oh yeah, I've been burnt, but I'm okay. I, I still got to fight Michael Myers." <laughs> um, so how much did that one make at the box office? Apparently, it didn't make as much as the first one. Um, I'm gonna find out. <clears throat> so, so it was made on a budget of two point five million. Yeah. Um, yeah. It made twenty five point five million in America, in the US box office. That's right. It's not as good as the first one, I guess, but still. Yeah. Not. Not. Yeah. Michael's. He's there. Um. Laurie also shoots Michael in the eyes in this movie at the end. Yeah. Oh, and his eyes are bleeding red as well too. That's crazy. Like, yeah. You figured that's it. You should be dead by now. But no. Yeah. Nope. Still gone. Nope. nope. Um. Are we gonna talk about season of the witch? I'm just gonna throw it out there. Uh, yep. I'm just gonna say a few things. Yep. Hated the movie. I yep. really hated it. Uh, <laughs> even though Deborah Hill and John Carpenter did produce it, um, it you know the, the thing about this movie was um, you know they were trying to cash in on the title of Halloween, um, and I think this is probably like the only Halloween movie that's the safest for the kids to watch because it's not as graphic. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to give you everybody a quick rundown about Halloween free. It's pretty much, uh, so what happens on Halloween, there's uh, this shop just comes in and um, it's run by some mysterious people, um, you know, with, with Jack-O-Land masters. And then pretty much uh, it, when the kids, uh, they get told, um, to, to watch TV at a certain hour to win a big prize. And, of course, these kids put on the mask. Um, and then, of course, you know, messed up shit happens. <laughs> and this thing doesn't hold back on kids dying. I'm pretty much um, – I remember that one kid who's watching TV with his parents and pretty much the worms and stuff. His face just not, – not exploded, just – would you say melt? His face kind of melted in a way. Yeah, pretty much melted. You, you would say that, right? Yeah. His face yeah, pretty melted. much melted. <laughs> Yeah, so his face melted and then worms came out and stuff like that. Um, it's not a very good movie. Don't bother with it. Save yourself uh, 98 minutes. And uh, it was made a year right after Halloween 2. Um, it, it was also directed by Tommy Lee Wallace as well, um, yep. who is very very well known for directing a lot of other uh, horror movies as well. Uh, he's, he's known for directing a lot of sequels, uh, he directed Fright Night Part 2, which I, I think that movie didn't need to be made at, no, at all. Um, you don't need to see Fright Night. No. He, uh, he directed... Um, actually, actually, I just remember he directed um, the, the original version of it, you know, the miniseries one, the, uh, the 1990s one. He directed those. Oh, really? Um, so he did something very good. He did something that's good. And uh, <laughs> what else did he do? Um, he directed... Uh, Max Headroom, two episodes, which is not too bad, and also for um, some episodes of Twilight Zone, and he made. Oh, here we go. 
<laughs> he also directed another sequel, Vampires Los Motos, uh, which is a sequel to John Carpenter's Vampires as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So he loves directing sequels, doesn't he? He's the it's like, sequel. It's, it's like you get, he's the sequel man, eh? It's like the Eskimo <laughs> Brothers of directors. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, this film, don't bother with it. It's not part of Halloween, uh, but you do get to see a little nice cameo from Michael Myers. Um, in, in one of the mask shops, you do see Michael Myers on the uh, on the stands. On the um, shelf. Like near, near the corner of the shop. I, yeah. I didn't even notice until I watched the uh, Halloween free DVD. Eh? Like, yeah. um, like the Halloween free DVD was like an Easter egg. They're like, oh, it's like, oh, there, there it is. Michael Myers is there <laughs> as well, too. And, and and another funny thing um, about the movie was, uh, you know, if if you watch it, the operator that um, Charles, which is one of the characters in it, is talking to, is actually Jamie Lee Curtis as well too. So that's pretty ah, cool. another Easter egg. Another Easter egg. So <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis did do something. So she's technically part of the first three movies there. And yeah. um, the, the like, as as much as I love the actor uh, Tom Atkins. Great actor. You'll love him in Maniac Cop, but, but yeah, Halloween Freak just absolutely sucked. Yeah, well, basically, uh, John and Deborah were trying to do this uh, anthology kind of series based on, like, different things around Halloween. Yeah. So they finished the story of Laurie and Michael, and they were like, hey, let's move on. Um, I think Friday the 13th also wanted to do this. They wanted yeah, to... Yeah, well, they kind of, kind of did it in a way. Like, you know, Jason's mom was the killer. Now Jason yeah. carries the legacy in a way, so, so like, new storytelling. Yeah, but it was going to be a, a, what's the word, anthology movie series. But then all these ones end up just becoming follow-on because people like the characters. People just want to see more of well, just killing. But it's still weird that it's called Season of the Witch because, you know, there's a bit of witchcraft as well. Like, you know, I I, I really don't have much to say about this movie. Yeah, I know. It's it's not it's not the greatest. I didn't. No, I didn't no, not the greatest. It. No, not the greatest. And it really it pumps the brakes if you're doing like a Halloween um, binge. Yeah, but it's like you, you still got to watch it anyway because it's part of the series. But as I said, like with me, I usually skip on this one because I I can't sit through it again. Like I really can't sit through it again. But um, but you know what? What's funny is a lot of people consider it a cult classic now as a standalone movie, not as part of the Halloween series, though? Yeah, well, interestingly enough, I wonder how well this movie would have gone if it was just called Season of the Witch, not Halloween 3. I don't think it would have gone well. (laughs) I I think, think if anything, like, even though there was a bit of witchcraft in it, I I think it should have been called Season of the Witch. It should have been something, like, they should have named it after the Masters or something. Like, I I know, like, the Shamrock Masters wouldn't, wouldn't work good with it but uh yeah they should call it something mask related yeah the masks of silver shamrock oh maybe that yeah but i I think just adding halloween to the title just was just to you know like get the fans to go watch it just to cash in um okay well that lead us uh straight into halloween 4 which was made six years later in 1988 um so how about this one how'd you find this one that's a return to form, eh? At least we got Dr. Loomis back. We didn't have Dr. Loomis in Halloween 3. So at least we've got to see him back in action. Yes, we got Loomis back. But also yeah. we revealed pretty much the start that Laurie had been killed in a car accident. 
yeah, yeah, about about that, about that. <laughs> oh, it's a bit awkward uh, with H two O, isn't it? <laughs> oh, the amount of times this series has been rebooted, like they they explain it really well, but then then they admit to explain Jamie's uh, part in all of this. Yeah, because in H two O, they're like she faked her own death, and I'm like, that's cool. How did your daughter become a son? Yeah, it's just really weird. Like they they really messed up a lot on that one, eh? They really like messed up a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know why they went the way of uh, killing off Laurie so they could introduce Jamie. Mm. Um, basically, it's uh, ten years after uh, the explosion at the hospital, yep. and Michael's been pretty much in a coma since then. But upon hearing the fact that he has a step niece. A niece, yes, sorry. Is, yep. He kind of wakes played up. Played by uh, Daniel Harris, um, who would pop up in Halloween 4 and 5, of course, and uh, she would also pop up, uh, which I thought was a nice tribute in the Rob Zombie um, remake. Uh, she, she she was one of the characters in two, the 2007 remake as well, which I thought was pretty cool. Like, you yeah. know, it was sort of like a nice tribute. Yeah, Like a nice little throwback. Um, yeah, so basically Michael wakes up from his coma and he has a new way of killing people and that's shoving his thumb in through their skull. Yeah. There's two, the two of the medics that kind yes. of are leading them along the way. Um, so how do you think some of the deaths in this one was pretty good? I think there were some really good kills in this one. Oh, yeah, he had some good kills. Mike, the, the, the eye, you know, just crushing people's skulls together. So pretty, pretty much if it wasn't for Michael Myers, you know, the mountain would not have learned from him. <laughs> Yes. Game of Thrones. No, pretty much. I think this uh, movie actually has his highest kill count. He killed 21. Uh, 20, 21. No, 20. 20. 20. Uh, not, uh, 17. 17. Okay, 17. Wow. Damn. 17. He went on a bit of a, he was on a rampage because he was ready. So he was ready well, to kill. Oh, well, you know, you know, he didn't get his mask until like probably 70% into the movie. He didn't get his, uh, sorry, not the mask. I mean, his knife. And he only yeah, killed two much. people with it. Yeah, yeah, only two. That's pretty. Uh, he lackluster. had to improvise for most of it. Yeah, he improvised, but you got to hand it to him. At least he, uh, he did some things. <laughs> well, pretty much. Uh, this movie budget was five million. It made back seventeen point eight, so mm. it wasn't terrible, but it still wasn't as good as it used to be. So it's kind of dropping. Um, yeah. So Jamie's living with a foster family, and her mm. foster sister Rachel. Um, everyone like in Haddonfield knows is Michael's niece. So pretty much everyone teases the shit out of her, which I don't yeah. understand. Why would you tease someone just for being the niece of a killer? Oh, uh, kids. You know, Cause he's a serial killer. Yeah. Kids, <laughs> are kids, those days, kids are jerks. And also, yeah. uh, I, I just remembered something. Um, that movie had a cool kill. I've, we forgot to talk about the shotgun kill. Oh uh, yeah. Shotgun kill. To the war, like, yes. They go to the war. And also, oh. um, I think this movie, he, he killed everybody unique. He killed So he killed them with their bare hands and a crowbar <laughs> and a shotgun. And then, of course, you know, his trademark butcher knife. Yeah, well, so he, he threw someone into a, uh, what was it, electrical wires, wasn't it? Uh, I just remembered he killed another dog as well. Yes, he likes killing animals. I'm not sure. Oh, well, actually, he's killed for... I just realized he's killed three dogs in the entire... Like, in the first four movies. Like, in the four Halloween movies already. Yeah, so this is actually the first uh, kill count we've had that's added animals into it. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. We, 
Jason even, never killed animals. No, even in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, um, when we oh, Part Three, sorry, at uh, Pakanak, when we were led to believe that he killed a dog. Actually, it was yeah. Part Two. Sorry, not Part Three. Part yeah, Two. Part Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it turned out the dog survived. Yeah, and also, um, was it? Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the clown costume. Was it? Was the clown costume meant to be? Um, this is that very similar to the first one? Like yes. you know, the, the the first one that Michael wore in the first movie. Yes, so it's pretty much the same. It's just pink and white instead of green yeah, and white. It was very similar. Yeah, yeah, it was very similar. And um, da- Danielle Harris actually kept that costume, and now, uh, then years later, she would end up selling it to a fan. Huh. I think it's probably yeah. I think she and you know you know what's funny. Um, well, Melissa Joan Hart also auditioned for that role, but Danielle Harris got picked. But who, who would have thought? You know, years later, Melissa Joan Hart would end up doing Sabrina. Yeah. She ended up a big actress. Imagine if Melissa Joan Hart was in this movie and uh, yeah, and would have Danielle Harris's Sabrina. Yeah, <laughs> in an alternate yeah, universe. universe. Yeah. No. Um, also, this this Halloween is also considered a fan favorite by a lot of fans. Like, uh, I thought this one was good. I yeah, thought this was a solid. I can understand I that this one. one. Yeah, I, I like this one. Um, um, I like yeah. the concept of that. All this stuff happens, but it ends up taking it to a single location. Like this, mm. the sheriff's house ended up being like the lockup place. Um, and then, of course, Loomis came in because he knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, and and also I just realised um, this movie, Michael killed certain people before the night of Halloween, so he killed on October the thirtieth. Yes, so he yeah he kind of broke his rules here. Yeah, he broke his rules. <laughs> he did. He did. And another, another bit of trivia is, um, you know, when Mike was getting gunned down by the cops, right? Um, they all using, you know, the Spaz 12 shotgun, which is, um, it's the same shotgun that Arnie used in the first Terminator movie during his, his, his massacre as well, too. That's pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Terminator. And, and, and I've noticed, yeah. I've noticed, um, Michael was like the way Michael was treated in this movie. It's the some way like, you know, like his death was very similar to one of a Chuck Norris movie I watched called Silent Rage was a similar death scene in that as well too. <laughs> but it just cut him down as well too. Oh and God. I just also remembered like, it was just coming back to me. I, um, the director, Dwight H. Little um, also, I think, I think he directed Halloween 5 as well, did he? Or no, no, he didn't. He, he directed a few uh, other horror movies as well. He directed the uh, Robert Anglin version of The Phantom of the Opera as well. Ah. And, um, yeah, Free Willy? Did he make? Oh, he made it. Free Willy too, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? Marked for Death, I think. Is that the, I'm pretty sure that's the Steven Seagal movie, eh? Yes, it yeah, is. And, yeah, um, Steven Seagal. Yeah, Marked and Brandon Lee movie. Yeah, Brandon Lee movie, Rapid Fire as well. And he's directed a few episodes. He directed an episode the x-files and a lot of other tv shows oh my god i can't forgive this man he 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 directed that awful tekken movie oh no i can't forgive oh man i'm not good not not a good resume nah he's an asshole sorry he's an asshole i'm sorry but yeah yeah, he's an asshole for directing that yeah yeah he's an asshole for do i hate the great game parents your parents raised the monster yeah they raised the monster (laughs) um, halloween five yes what did you think um, of Halloween 5? So just, just before we move on to Halloween 5, so basically the end of this film ends the same way that Halloween starts. 
Jamie basically kills her mother the same style as, well, yeah, actually she injures her mother. She doesn't kill her, we find out. No, she injures her, yeah. Yeah, the same way that Michael killed his sister in the first one. And then basically Loomis is about to shoot her when someone else stops him. And that's what takes us to Halloween 5 in itself. Um, and and Jamie becomes, uh, she becomes mute now. She's, she's very quiet now. Yeah, so basically the same thing that happened to Michael happens to her. Yeah. Which um, this one, again, made way less. This was $11.6 million. Well, as we, we talked, we mentioned in uh, Friday the 13th podcast that during the late 80s, I, I think horror movies are like were, were on the decline at that time. They were like on the decline. They weren't making as much money as they once uh, once were. Yeah, people were getting over it. People were too getting coke, coked up and watching disco or whatever it was at the time. <laughs> yeah. What was Friday the 13th up to? I'm, I'm wondering. Were, Friday the 13th was probably up to what? Um, 89 would have been probably five. Oh, yeah, it would have been... Eight, yeah, they would have got up to Jason Texman Han at that time. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, Jeez. yeah, we're good. yeah, because then then they had that few year gap, and then that's when they, um, yeah, eighty nine, Jason Texman Han, it was eighty nine, and then wow. four years later would do Jess goes to hell. Yeah, oh, they're already uh, up that's to when eight. horror movies, yeah, horror movies were just under the. I felt like horror movies were on the decline, and um, Halloween Five is the lowest, like I think is the one that made the less money out of all of them, even less than Halloween free. I recall. Yeah. Or probably even, I don't know. I don't know about the curse. The, uh, sorry, not the curse. Uh, oh, the curse. Yeah. The curse probably wouldn't have made much. No, the curse. I, I think the curse was like, real, like I, I had a feeling in Australia was really straight to video. I don't know if it made it to cinemas or in Australia. Yeah. I wouldn't and, see um, that. Anyway, if anyone can look that up, please correct me. Please, yeah. please correct me. I, I would love to be corrected about that. But um, five, I don't, I don't have good memories of this movie at all. Eh? Like it wasn't really memorable at all. Like, yeah, for me, was, I, I don't know. So I don't know. I think it started off quite humorous when Michael kind of crawled out into the river and kind of floated away. That was quite funny. I laughed yeah. out loud because he was kind of floating down the rapids. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was a pretty funny scene too as well. And then he ends um, up killing that dude who helped him out. I, for, I we forgot to mention that. Um, what was it? Ellie Cornell um, is the, uh, another actress that appeared in four and five as well. We forgot to talk about her with with Danielle Harris as well. She she also popped up in that one and Bo Star as well, who plays <laughs> the sheriff. Um, who, who got to shoot Michael a few times as well? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because after the events of um, Halloween four. Pretty much they John Murphy'd him. Like he was Yeah, they did. Yeah. Completely insane. Like uh, it was I'm still trying to remember I'm still trying to remember some of this movie. I, I don't remember it being memorable. I do I do remember Ellie Cornell's character, like when she gets killed, she she, she didn't get killed nicely. Michael just pretty much messed it up, I recall. Um, yeah, well this is pretty this one was pretty much um Michael ended up pretending wearing a different mask and pretending to be uh, someone's boyfriend. Yeah. And then they went to the farmhouse because all the kids were having a party there. Yes, that's the farmhouse one. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so basically Michael kills all the people in the farmhouse and um, they end up arresting him because yeah. um, uh, what's his face? Loomis you like just shoots the shit out of him with tranquilizers and then beats him with a wooden beam. Mm. 
and then after that, it's all about to round up, and then someone walks into the the friggin' police station with a machine gun and shoots everyone. Yeah. So there was and this whole man in black situation happening there. <laughs> man in black. It never happened. Yeah, pretty much. Well, there was the man in black who kept on walking around. And you're like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. And and, and I just remembered um, Ellie Connell's character. I for, we forgot to mention. Um, she she plays um, Jamie's sister, like um, stepsister as well. And um, she was pretty much the protector in Halloween 4. And then in Halloween 5, Michael just like, pretty much messed her up. He just um, stabbed her. I think he stabbed her with a pair of scissors, I recall. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah, and then uh, she, her corpse is just lying in the attic pretty much after that. And, yeah. I, and I, I think, and and, um, and apparently I read up that Ellie Cornell, like the original death scene for her, like Ellie Cornell had to fight against it because she thought the original death they wanted was um they wanted the michael to like they uh to shove the scissors down her throat and then ellie cornell was like no no that's too much so they just went with a quick stab to you know near the near the neck area yeah pretty much like the throat like would have been too much so they they go no we will change it (laughs) and um to this day i i we forgot to mention a particular producer mustafa arkad who produced most of the halloween movies um but I, I remember, he, I think he passed away in a bombing or something with his daughter. So then his son kind of took over with the producing. And I forgot to mention, Mustafa Akkad is the, the, if it wasn't for him, you would never have the Halloween movies because he's the exec, I'm pretty sure he's the executive producer who, you know, funded everything as well. Yeah, pretty And much. he's come out and has said, like, you know, like in Halloween 5, they he reckoned they made the biggest mistake by killing Rachel off. Like Rachel... For that was you know was like a very important character because she was the one that was looking after Jamie and then yeah they he's like like the reason they did it was because they wanted to make sure that she was she wasn't safe even from Michael so hence the reason um they they did that and he's come out and he's like yeah we should never have done that yeah no that was a big mistake as well well the thing is yeah. when it first happened because he he stabbed her once and then kind of moved on I was yeah. like. You know the whole movie. If they don't die on the screen, they're not dead. Yeah. So I'm like maybe she was just injured. Yeah. Like but... you maybe get uh, she might get like a heroic, uh, oh. you know, come back heroically. Oh. Like you know, like um, like you know, in Pineapple Express when you know uh, Danny McBride's character comes back, you know, to finish one more, finish the job. <laughs> no, yeah. No, but she didn't get that. No. Treatment, though, she was just. Which fun. is a bit of a shame, though. Yeah, because then they had that weird girl, um, pretty much taking on that role of. <laughs> It was just yeah. bizarre. They they made some yeah. poor choices. Oh, yeah, they did. They, they, um, they, they did. The, but, yeah, so pretty much this ends with him uh, leaving. And mm. um, that brings us on to the curse of Michael Myers. If, if anything, people, this is um, a very interesting thing about this movie. This is Paul Rudd's debut movie. And yes. if you see Paul Rudd now, 24 years on, the man has not aged at all. He has not looked like he's aged at all, eh? No, he's not. He's not aged a bit. He looks exactly the same. He looks exactly the same. Um, And if you guys ever watch this movie, try try and make sure you watch the producer's cut. The producer's cut is like eight minutes longer, but it makes a hell lot more sense if you watch the producer's cut. Um, And also, this is uh, unfortunately Donald Pleasant's last Halloween movie. We will get to see him in as well, too. 
and um yeah re- may, may he rest in peace but you know it's a shame though that we lost him after this one yeah which is, which he, is reckon, he... it's interesting because mm-hmm. at the very end of the movie um they had him scream yeah um so i guess that was his character being killed off at the same time as him dying yeah because he did, he did tell was it Paul Rudd, uh, Tommy, uh, Paul Rudd. Uh, by the way, people, Paul Rudd plays Tommy Doyle, like an older version of Tommy Doyle, um, who, like, uh, I, I think, um, was it? Is he moved into the house next door to him um, that has uh, the mother and son or something like that? I recall. And um, um, yeah, well, basically- she thought she thought he was a peeping Tom and stuff like that. Yeah, basically, he lives opposite the Astro, uh, the Myers house. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, Laurie Strode's dad's brother has taken out. He's living in the Michael Myers' house now. Yeah, yeah the so old Michael Myers house. And... Yeah, and he's a dick, and he dies quickly. Well, his wife dies first, which is a bit upsetting. And um, the opening scene of the movie was... Um... What was it? Jamie getting killed off. Apparently, she's about to have a. She's uh, she's giving birth, of course, and um, <laughs> you know when she's giving birth. I, I I was told by an old friend of mine, like I, I didn't know this. Um, it was a cult apparently that was helping her give birth. Apparently, yeah. Uh, apparently, the cult, yeah. the cult of Thorn. I think. Yes, it was. Yeah, cult but Thorn. Yeah. The um, speculation is that it's Michael's baby. Yeah, that that's what they were saying. I recall, like yeah. he, he could have been the next Damien. Yeah, pretty much. It's like they were trying to get like all around the fate of the babies unknown after this movie. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we I, I think uh, with H two O, they didn't make it canon. Like no, it wasn't canon. Not canon whatsoever. No. Um, Jamie's death is actually pretty brutal. Uh, oh yeah, she, on the she corn thresher. Yeah, oh yeah. He, Michael must have watched Children of the Corn. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then he just turned it on. And that was pretty harrowing. And um, oh, another thing was Danielle Harris didn't return for that role of Jamie. Apparently, she demanded more money. Um, she was played by a different actress, and at the time, the actress was uh, played by J.C. Brady, Brandy, sorry, um, who was younger. Like apparently, um, she was only seventeen. Oh really? And, and um, yeah, she was only seventeen when it was made too, as well. And um, she, she really regrets, um, um, you know, she ended up being friends with um, Danielle Harris and uh, she, she she was, um, apparently she was treated poorly on the set. Um, I'm reading up about this. And um, apparently Danielle Harris wanted $5,000 for that scene. And then they're like, yeah, nah, we're not giving it to you. And so they casted someone a little younger for that role too. God. God, what's a measly yeah. five grand to get the original? Yeah, measly five grand just, just to get the original actress. Yeah, it would it would have been so much easier. Um, also, you know, you know what's funny about this one? They this could have had a kick-ass title, away. like uh, Halloween Six Six Six: The Origins of Michael Myers. But it, there was no really origin story in this. Eh? And, no. Um, so they they changed it to Halloween Six: The Curse of Michael Myers. <laughs> Which really, this one, this one was the first and only movie to kind of get into that. Um, what is it? S- um, supernatural esque thing. So basically, yeah. he can't die until he's yeah. finished his mission. Mm. 
which is to kill all the strodes for some reason for a bountiful harvest or some shit as usual. That's what they always do. Yeah. yeah anyway, this movie, I didn't think it was that bad. Like a lot of people didn't like it. I didn't mind it. But as I said, you, you got to watch the producer's cut of this movie um, to, to, to make it better because the theoretical cut's not very good. Yes. It is pretty much integral to watch the producer's cut so stuff makes sense. Otherwise, the movie is just a hot mess. Yeah. But you know what the weird thing about this movie is? You know, you know, Loomis and Michael don't even share a scene together. How crazy is that? They don't share a scene together at all. And um, another thing was um, this is the first I, – I just realized something. Tommy Doyle is actually the first male protagonist in the Halloween movie, eh, if you think about it. Well, that is true, actually. He plays a really good character. I think he's yeah. like a crazy um, – he listens to the radio all the time. He's a bit of a shut-in. It, it kind of reminded you of Rear Window in, in a way, eh? Yes, he pretty much was rear-windowed. Um, it, it was rear-windowed, yeah. <laughs> it was rear-windowed as well. Um, it's pretty funny because I'm just reading on the wiki that uh, Halloween H2O was a sequel to this movie. Real? Apparently, it was considered a sequel, but I think that's complete bullshit. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't. I don't agree with that. Um, no. And and you know what's crazy is um, Peter Jackson got asked to direct the movie. Oh really? Imagine Peter Jackson. Yeah. To <laughs> imagine if Peter Jackson took the role. Oh, sorry, took the director's chair for this one. That would have been interesting. And and also Jeff Burr, who directed um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Um, was asked to, like wanted to direct it as well too. Ah, yes, I read it. Okay, here we go. The second Halloween film to go straight to VHS in Australia. Ooh. Okay, so I was right. But what's <laughs> the first one then? Was it Halloween Five released straight to VHS then? That's, Maybe that's interesting. Hello. Oh, okay. I'll just suss that one out. Oh, I I really have to suss that one out. Okay. <laughs> um. So basically, at the end of this one. Uh, Tommy Doyle stabs Michael with a bunch of needles full of tranquilizers and corrosives, which makes uh, Michael bleed green. Yeah, that, that's when we learn he's a cultist. <laughs> yeah. Um, after Michael goes on this insane rampage through the hospital, yeah, and he did. pretty much it just ends. <laughs> well, you, but I'm just reading up on it. The movie had a lot of reshoots because, um, and, and the painful part of it was. Um, Donald Pleasant had passed away during the reshoots as well. Ah, yeah, that would have made things very yeah. tough. Yeah, that would have made things really tough as well. But uh, imagine, imagine Paul Rudd now, you know, like versus Michael Myers. You can pretty much be Ant Man. Probably just go become smaller and just pretty much enter Michael's head and probably blow him, blow his head up in that way. Ant Man <laughs> versus Myers. Oh. Or even, or, you know what, man, you know, you know what, after watching Anchorman, you know, you know, Rod, Rod can put up a good fight. He takes a lot of hits, but he can still fight. That, that's a pretty cool thing, man. As, yeah, as Brian Fontana in the, in, the, in the Anchorman movies. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. Anyway, Halloween H2O. Yes. 20 years later. AKA Halloween 20 years later. AKA Halloween um, 3. This, this one, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis comes back. Of course, as uh, Laurie. Of course. Uh, and now I'm pretty sure. 
This is, exactly. sure, well, was it, is, this, is this the one where she has a son? Is yes. Josh Hartnett? Josh Hartnett? Is, that, yes. is that her son? Yes. yes. Josh Hartnett. This is actually the first Halloween yeah. movie that doesn't have the introduction to the Halloween theme. Yeah, no, but you do get a nice scene of, um, you do get a little nice true bit of uh, Donald Pleasance, you know, talking about Michael Myers. Like, yeah. you know, when they go around the room, they're filming around the room, and then you see, um, you see, you get you get to hear, you know, Dr. Loomis talking about Michael Myers as well. And this was, I, I think this was written by Kevin Williamson, wasn't um, who wrote yeah. the Scream movies, and also, um, what are, I think he did, did he do Dawson's Creek? Yes, he did. He, he created Dawson's Creek as well. Yeah, he wrote the Scream movies and he did Dawson's Creek. Yep, and this one was also directed by Steve Miner. Yes, um, Steve Miner. Yes, a director from Halloween. I uh, started on Friday the 13th. Well, which one was it? He Part did two and Friday three. Part three. And two. Sure. Two and, and three. Two. Yeah, two and three. Yeah, he did two and three. That's correct. Yeah. So they actually had a pretty big week. Like, I did not hate this movie. Um, you know. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the most violent <clears> one. No, I, I, if you rewatch it again, it wasn't very violent. I remember it because it was only being rated M in Australia as well. Yeah, and this had a lot of, um, you know, teen heartthrobs, and you know, you had Michelle Williams in there, um, was JJ Josh Hannett, Joseph yeah, JJ, yeah, LL Cool J was in it. He, he, I liked LL Cool J in this. He was pretty cool. I, yeah, his character. <laughs> yes, cool. I like. No, nah, yeah, best. he was a erotic writer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right, right. Yeah, and um, we get we get a nice cameo from Jamie Lee Curtis's mom in it. Janet Lee makes sort of like a a cameo in the movie as well. Like you know, like uh, she talks to her in one of the scenes as well. Ah, yeah, I did not know that. Um, and and the funny story about this one was um, Josh Harnett, like when he auditioned for the role. He thought it was going straight to video when when he did this movie. But oh, really? The funny thing was, um, he, yeah, he didn't know that Jamie Lee Curtis was in the movie. Once he found out, he was like, "Oh, cool! It's not going straight to video." No. And another thing was this: this had a really crappy title, like before it. Eh? Yeah. They were thinking of calling it "The Revenge of Laurie Strode." No. <laughs> crap! Does that sound to you? Yeah, that would have been. That terrible. sounds like a joke, eh? <laughs> The Revenge of Laurie Strode. No, <laughs> I can't do it. It, it, No, you can't do it, eh? No. Um, Marion Chambers actually returns. Uh, sorry, Nancy Stevens as Marion Chambers, who was in yeah. 1 and 2, yeah. um, as the Loomis's counterpart. Yeah. And interestingly and enough, the, she's going to return yeah. in Halloween Kills. Yes, she is. So, yes. And... Um, well, what else is there to say about H2O? Like, apparently, it's the shortest one of the lot. Yeah, it only went for 86 minutes. Yeah, it was a short one. It was a short one, yeah. And um, I'm just reading up a few more other things as well. Um, um, what was it? I'm just going through this because I'm, I'm still trying to remember this movie as well. And uh, yeah. like, the one at the boarding Michael school. didn't kill very much in this movie, I've noticed, because I think this movie was, they were trying to aim it at the, uh, you know, the teenage audience at that time. Yes. As well. Because, um, uh, you know, I think they were learning from Scream, because, you know, Scream was a bit more brutal. Halloween H2O was, wasn't as brutal, because I think they wanted to get some of the um, younger audience to watch it as well. And also, Michael didn't kill very much in this movie, I'm just... 
thinking no. myself, he only killed seven people and yeah. two were off screen. Yeah, well, this was basically at a boarding school after most of the students had gone on a camp to Yellowstone. Mm. So yeah. everyone who was left behind, which was uh, Laurie, her son, a few other um, of the kids there, and also LL Cool, cool J, who was the night security guard. Mm. <coughs> well, and, and the interesting thing about um, this movie was um, Mustafa Arquette has come out and said that the killer in H2O wasn't Michael Myers. It was just a copycat. So we pretty much have a Friday the 13th Part 5 here. Oh, really? He said it was a copycat? Yeah, saying it was a copycat. It wasn't. It wasn't Michael Myers. It was a copycat. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they, they were going to use that as a as a plot for Halloween Resurrection, but they didn't end up doing it um, because. Um, so instead, you know how you, you remember at the end of the movie where like that paramedic gets stuck, and then uh, Laurie, of course, you know chops his head off with the axe. Yeah, it was. It wasn't really Michael Myers. It was no. a paramedic. He just put the mask on and the overalls on. Yeah, and I guess that's the fucking crazy thing is because if Michael took his mask off, no one would really know who he is. And I've just remembered another thing was um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt died before the opening credits, eh? But imagine if, you know, it was Inception, he probably would have survived. Yeah. Incepted Michael. <laughs> well, pretty much. Um, he got the hockey, uh, the ice skating shoe to the face. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he copped it pretty bad. It's interesting enough that you talk about um, the copycat killer, right? Because we, if we move on to Halloween Resurrection, right, um, that movie starts with Michael hunting down Laurie. Laurie, yeah. And yeah. finally... And he, gets his, he, he kills her, yeah. Finally. And then, like, what the fuck do you do after you finally kill... Your arc is over. That's mm. your... It's been your whole thing. So that's Rick Rosenthal's back again, obviously. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I blame it on him. Yeah, but then um, Michael goes into another inmates in the mental asylum because that's where Laurie is because she accidentally killed a uh, paramedic. So she's in mm. there because she's upset. And mm. Michael, after killing Laurie, he hands his knife over to that dude. Yeah, he did. So I was thinking at the very end of the movie, it would have been awesome if they took off the mask and it was him that whole yeah. time. Well, uh, this this movie, what was the plot again? Was it the whole, like, they film it in a house or something? Like, they're filming? Yeah, it was like in, a TV um, show. yeah, the Michael Myers the house. house. Yeah. Um, not much I, I can remember about this movie, but uh, I, I thought the only cool thing about this movie was probably Buster Rhymes, eh? That, that scene where um, him and Michael... You know, uh, have a cry. They, um, you, you, you know, where they, 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 they look at one another and then, you know, Buster arrives like, man, I told you to, to go take the trash out or something like that. And then Michael just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, I can't deal with this. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, Michael just walks and, um, away from, he tells Michael to go yeah. away and he goes away. I'm like, of, of all people, of all people, yeah, Buster Rhymes. Can you believe Buster it? Rhymes Buster Rhymes is like, Michael Myers. Yeah, he, he just tours him off. He's like, man, I told you to take that, you know, now we want to get that through your head, eh? Just like you know, I, I was like, "What?" Yeah. Michael just walked away. He didn't kill him. Yeah, can you believe that? No. How? Buster Rhymes is the coolest part of that movie because yeah, he, he was probably karate yeah, fight. So, yeah. Well, you, you know, um, the, the thing about that movie was a lot of people, uh, they when they did a test screening of it, um, you know, they had to reshoot the movie because of. Buster Rhymes' character because everybody loved his character so much that um, that they didn't kill him off. 
So they, they had to reshoot it that he survives as well. Good. Because that was probably the best yeah. part of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, nah, this this doesn't have too much um too much to it. No. No, there's not was, much you, to remember. Uh, yeah. It was just but it made quite a bit of money. It cost thirteen and it made thirty seven million. Mm. So well, at that time, I th- I think um, t- the two thousand like uh, era, like um, you know, the horror movies were starting to be welcomed again. I've noticed, like, yes, slash of genre was starting. <clears throat> yeah, because um, a year later we would get you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, yes. uh, that remake of it as well. So yeah, horror movies like the slashers were starting to come back. Um, yeah. Apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter think this movie was a bloody joke. <laughs> they they did not like it. So Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, um, they wanted to to do a f- you know a thirty second cameo. Pretty much, you know, of course, we we didn't get a thirty second cameo. We got like a you know two five two to five minutes scene, and of course, you know, where Michael kills off Laurie as well. And um, yeah, I, I think that's the only two memorable things about that movie: the the Laurie death and the and Buster Rhymes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I'm going to drop this one on you. So Halloween, Rob Zombie, and I'll let you take it away. Uh, I don't know. It, I thought it was it was one of those, uh, I, I, it was like, I think I liked it. And then when I go back and rewatch it, I didn't enjoy it as much. But what I do like about this one, um, I must say, we got more backstory with Michael Myers. If you, if you get to watch the director's cut of it, we get more backstory with um yeah michael myers on why he's that way which i thought was cool you know like we get we get to learn like how he becomes the, the serial killer which is yeah. pretty cool we find out that he's his mum was a stripper and his dad was just he his dad just beat his mum up as well and i thought the casting for this movie was was really good but what i didn't like about um you know uh dr loom Loomis is because it's it's played by you know the Malcolm Madell who's a great actor but we'll, we'll get to about him about about his character in Halloween too which really pissed me off about it but um <clears throat> of course this this one like um there's a lot of um like I noticed Rob Zombie borrowed a lot of um people from uh you know the 80s horror scene so you know I noticed like you know you had Yuda Cure you had William Forsythe, you had Danny Trejo, Clint Howard, Tom Towers, Bill Mosley from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, um, you know, popping up doing scenes for this movie, which I think is a, like a nice tribute to, you know, the 80s, 70s horrors um, scene as well, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think, and, like, when it comes to Michael's backstory in this, though, I think it kind of took away from the original Halloween because, mm. like, making Michael growing up in a bad environment really lessened the impact of him growing up to be a psycho yeah yeah we we, we learned that he you know his dad was messed up and and in this one um he killed he killed he pretty much killed his sister and his dad didn't he yeah yeah, he, yeah. That, that's what i remember yeah her boyfriend uh his mom's boyfriend his older yeah. sister and yeah. it's weird it's so strange because you know he was just kind of cradling his baby sister like he loved her yeah, he loved her, and then yeah, he would get locked up after that. Yeah, which which it made me question the whole you know quest to murder her. Yeah, in like, the movie, the quest <laughs> to murder her and stuff like that as well. 
and um what else was i gonna say about this but um this movie well at least we get to see more of michael being locked up so we, yes. we learn you know yeah so and and and, and of course you know i get this and um as i was just saying you know 80s tribute as well we get to see um if you ever watched Dawn of the Dead, uh, you get to see Ken Forey, you know, who was in Dawn of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Big Joe Grizzly. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that was one of my favorite scenes. I love the scene where he's like, you know, <laughs> where, where he's in the toilet and he has a little bit, of, you know, you know what, Joe Grizzly, I think Joe Grizzly is the only one who actually put up a fight with Marcus before he gets killed. If, if the knife wasn't there, you know, I, I think Joe Grizzly <laughs> would have had that win there. To yeah, be he would have completely murdered him. He would have completely destroyed Michael. And um, I, I think Michael um, was played by uh, Tyler Main, who used to be a former wrestler. And he's I think he's the tallest one, too, as well. Oof. Of course. I oh, see. I don't understand that. He looked like yeah. it. Yeah, he was he was towering. Like, he was massive yeah. as well. Uh, oh, I just realized Sid, Sid Haig from um, House of a Thousand Corpses, which is Rob Zombie's good friend, was in it as well. And um, Sybil Denning and... Uh, and D Wallace was in it too. Oh, wow, yeah, it was all the, I, I, the usual um crew of Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie. Yeah. yeah, Leslie Easterbrook as well, who was from Police Academy, another one, yeah. So basically, these two served one and two served as kind of like just like one and two, the originals. Mm. So, and number two is seen as a very dim movie, yeah. Number two, I, I, I didn't <clears throat> like that one. Um, the whole Michael Myers talking now, I hated that. I absolutely, absolutely hated that as well. Like, and yeah. and I, I and you know what I, I don't like about Halloween too was I, I felt Rob Zombie was just glorifying his wife in that movie. Yes. Like let's be honest, he was just glorifying Sherry Moon Zombie. Yeah. Like in that movie, he was just glorifying her. Like, yeah, well, that's, hey, the, like, that's you know, every single one of his movies. Yeah, every single one. But that one was the one that pushed it to the point like of no return. Yeah, that's why like his last two movies have gone down really shit. Yeah, but it just annoyed me because you know, uh, like Rob Zombie, I really enjoyed House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Halloween one, as I said, I go back and rewatch it. Um, You know, because you know. And I think to myself, like, yeah, it's good some parts, but some parts it wasn't as good. I, I yeah. didn't enjoy it as much. But Halloween 2 was, I, I know John Carpenter didn't like it. He, he didn't want it to be made. Like, no. when he, after watching it, he, he I, I know he went on a massive rant about, you know, um, uh, about Rob Zombie making his movie as well. Too. Well, pretty much it led to uh, Halloween 3D being cancelled, which I'm glad of. Yeah, I'm glad that got cancelled. I'm glad that never happened. Because I would Um, never love to see anything like Halloween have that staple of 3D put next to it. The minute you put a 3D in your title, you fucking ruined it. Yeah. And also, (laughs) this um, I just remembered Halloween, uh, the Rob Zombie one, the 2007 version is the longest one of the lot as well, too. Um, it goes for 121 minutes. That's a lot. And the thing is, lots of people like these slasher movies is because they're short. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't want to sit through a two-hour movie if it's about a guy killing people because you get over it pretty quickly. Yeah. No, no. Slasher movies shouldn't be more than 90 minutes, if anything. Yeah. 90 minutes if is anything, the perfect time be... frame. Um, And I just remember in Halloween 1, like, 
Daniel Harris's character gets beaten up pretty badly in the first one, and then in the second one, Michael just like absolutely like well, he finally gets the job done, of course. Um, but the first one, he he, he I think he threw her through around like he just chucked her around the house like she was nothing. Yeah, pretty much. He, yeah, he it was more with Rob Zombie. There's more focus on the death and the yeah. impact of the death, like just very drawn out death scenes. Uh, and uh, you know what annoyed me the most, what saddened me the most, was the death of Danny Trejo's character. I, I felt so bad for him. Like he was so nice to Michael. He's like, "Man, I was nice to you, man." And then Michael just kills him in cold blood. Like, yep. absolutely. Like, because Michael didn't care. Uh, yeah. I felt so bad for him. Michael don't like, care. Yeah. He don't. No, care. Michael didn't. He don't care. <laughs> he don't care who you are. Like it was just, it was just um, you know, it just felt sad for Danny Trejo. You know, like it's like, man, he it was really nice to you. Then he kills him off. <laughs> like, you know, and then again, if he doesn't kill him off, he, Danny Trejo's character would have pretty much just ran and told everybody, "Man, he's he's escaped the asylum. Man, we gotta we gotta do something." You know. Um. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, Halloween one and two, Rob Zombie, not the greatest of things. No, not the greatest thing. Oh, that reminds me about Halloween two. Um, what I didn't like was um. You know, um, in Halloween 2, they made Dr. L- Loomis's character a sellout. Yes. He was, you remember, I, I did not like that at all. That, they, that really pissed me off. Yeah. Um, they made him a complete sellout because he went on, you know, those book. He, you know, he, he wrote a book about it and stuff like that. Yeah, and he was on a book and tour. And they made him a complete sellout, which really, really, like, got under my skin. I hated mm. that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um... I didn't remember too much about the second one. It didn't really do much for me. And also, I, I just remembered that the, um, well, near the end scene, um, what was it? Uh, Michael didn't have his mask on as well, no, too. When, no. he, when when him and Laurie looked at one another, yeah, he didn't have his mask. And I, I think that's, uh, I think Loomis got killed in that. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Loomis died in that as well, too. Yeah, yeah which Loomis is frustrating. Loomis gets killed by Michael in that. <sighs> Goodness. And I guess that uh, yeah. brings us up to last year. Good. Halloween. Absolutely good movie. Yeah. But um, I, I've read that they've ignored um, Halloween 2 up to, of all course, of you know, Resurrection. Yeah. So it, it's a bit of a shame that they kind of ignored all that. Because to me, I felt Halloween 2, you know, that that did have a massive factor because of, you know, what happened to Laurie. But I guess... Then again, they they don't they they kind of ignored it because of the whole Loomis. I think it's because of the Loomis storyline. That's why I think they ignored it. Yeah, well, it's just strange that they ignored number two as well because that's when you Laurie did find out who she yeah, was. That's how Laurie found who she was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why I think they stopped up <laughs> there. Um, and I, I gotta be and I gotta say, Bloomhouse did a really good job of of this movie as well. Like like they brought back the Halloween series. Like yes, made it made it good again. Oh yeah, my god, it was really good. Two hundred fifty um, mil, two hundred fifty five million dollars on a ten million dollar budget. Yeah, it, it didn't cost them much to make, but they they really made its budget back as well. And you gotta admit, Danny McBride did a hell of a job writing on it as well too. Yeah, because you know that's what happens when you get true fans who believe in something that should be done as yeah, well too. Exactly. And um, and, and with this thing. one, this is pretty much set what forty years after the first one. Pretty much, and now we've found out that Laurie is a mother and a grandmother now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the daughter's played by Judy Greer, and uh, the granddaughter's played by um Andy Metacek as well. 
it's just crazy. Like um, now, now we've got three generations. You know, yeah, um, three generations of, of Strode women. Yeah, yeah, Strode women. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they're called. Uh, Nel- yeah, but Alison Nelson is um, yeah, his character. And what was Judy Greer's character's name? I'm trying to remember. It was. It was Karen Nelson. But yeah. It would have been Karen Strode. Yeah, but she's estranged from her mother, of course, <clears> in that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought this one was a good film. Like it, it kind of just was it was classic, classic Halloween at its best. Michael yeah. just walking around on Halloween night, killing anyone who got in his way to get to his goal. Mm. And, and and the thing is, um, what's interesting is uh, we we get to see like um, you know we got um, Doctor Loomis's um, student, former student is now the one trying to find out like you know um, tr- sorry trying to trying to help out Loomis's old work now. But um, of course, you know, Loomis isn't in this one because um, of course his character would have passed away regardless because it is 40 years now. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Nick Castle yeah, reprises his role. Uh, yes, Michael did. Myers. Yeah. Well, you know, for the breathing sounds, which yeah. is pretty cool, eh? <laughs> for the breathing sounds. Uh, and James um, Jude Courtney as the shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as a shape, yeah. JJC, JJC. Is he coming back to play that role again? <laughs> I th- yes, he I is. He's coming back. So, yeah. Halloween kills and Halloween ends. It's interesting that they've made it a trilogy and then they're already filming it back to back already, eh? I know. I can't wait for Halloween uh, kills. Yeah, um, and Halloween ends. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. doing off the, the two back to They're filming them back to back. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, they're bringing well. back um, lots of different. Nancy, Nancy Stevens is Marion Chambers. They've yeah. um, cast. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy Doyle. Oh, that's um, interesting. Oh, I, I like that. That's a and that's a good Kyle question. Richards I'm, I'm, as Lindsay Wallace. So Lindsay I'm, I'm, and Tommy come back. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's, that's pretty cool that Anthony Michael Hall is playing Tommy Doyle. Yeah. But you know what would have been funny? Imagine, imagine if it was Paul Rudd. Again. Yeah, they should have brought funny. Paul Rudd back. Yeah, Paul Rudd. Well, yeah, but then again, I don't think they would have enough money if they got Paul Rudd on there because no. he's, he's he's too big now. No. It's too big now. Yeah, but that's that's less than a year away. That's yeah. less than a year before Jason Bloom gives us um yeah, the next one. Yeah. So and it's also directed by David Gordon Green again as well. And and it, it's crazy. The the guy's career, like um, you know, he he was not making good like um like his films weren't doing very well until he made Halloween. And that's when he's I, I felt like he's coming back. It was a comeback for him. Yeah. Um, he directed that movie Stronger. That's the one with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And funny thing about Jake Gyllenhaal is he's the one that got, he, he was the one that was telling Jamie Lee Curtis to come back and do the movie. Oh, really? Like, he, he convinced her, yeah, you need to do it. And um, she, she he she's dubbed him as her unofficial godson now after that. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. So basically the Halloween series has been integral and with its, different inceptions and incantations it's been crazy so mm. where are we going to go after these three i don't know probably uh, nowhere well, well of course you know halloween ends i, I wish they didn't call it halloween ends hey eh? i know because it's yeah, in the title it's, now yeah but it's going to be interesting now that they're filming back to back because I, I don't like movies being filmed you know back to back like I, I think that's what killed this, you know, the you know the Matrix for me. Like, um, you know, when when Reloaded and Revolutions were filmed back to back and then released, 
you know, the, the year after. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like they lost a lot of steam. Well, especially on the on the third like on the third one, like the end one, the end game. It's like Hunger Games as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, they, they make two movies out of the last book and then, you know, do it one year after. I, I think they lose a lot of steam out of that. Yeah, and especially because I guess you get to adjust your movies and your sequels based on what your audience liked about it. But if you're yeah. doing something back-to-back, you've pretty much already gotten it in the bag and you know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, no, nah, because some, sometimes you know, they're probably thinking, oh, you know, this this sounds good. If we, you know, it'll, it'll be easier because that way we've got everybody on the set. But if anything, sometimes, you know, it, it – when when it comes out the final product doesn't end up being good that's that's the problem yes and that that it, it risks that so yeah, let's it hope it's it. let's hope halloween kills is good we'll yeah. find out next year obviously yeah. on october 16th. and the year after yeah and the year yeah. after with halloween ends as well. yeah. October yeah, so 15th. hopefully it kicks us yeah hopefully it kicks us as well We're, you know if, if the last one was good um the second and third one hopefully they can 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 do it again yeah um yeah, so basically that was Halloween in a nutshell. That was Nick and Paul yeah. talking about it. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm part of the damn fancy movie club. Well, yeah. what, what are we going to be doing next, Nick? Uh, that will be the we'll go with the Romero dead films. I think. What, which ones are we going? Are we just going to do from from night to <laughs> uh, was it Day of the Dead? Are we going to include Land of the Dead and the, uh, the Diary other dead movies as and well? Survival? Uh, Survival, yeah, we're going to include that because that's yeah. part of it as well. Too. So what we'll do is we'll probably go from night all the way through yeah. to survival and yeah. everything that's connected to it. Yeah, we might even talk about that remake of Dawn of the Dead, possibly. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Um, right. What else was I going to say? Is there anything to retcon from last episode? I don't think so. No one sent me any messages. Everything was perfect as usual. I think we were pretty perfect on the day. I think we were overly confident. (laughs) So so don't forget, everyone, uh, we do have the retcon zone. So if you find out we've said anything wrong through this, you win 10 points if you get it right, and we will update it on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, please, please, as I said, guys, please do, please, guys and girls, do correct us. You know, we want to see who's going to be the first. Yes, I I do. Yeah, I do too. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening to the Dem, uh, Dem Fancy Movie Club. Uh, you guys have a lovely night, and we will return with We're Coming to Get You, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye.